Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. Welcome one more time to a brand new episode of Women Winning at Work. And today my guest is Victoria Rojas. And uh, (laughs) I've known Victoria for a while and I know her through this organization, South Florida Tech, um, that we both belong to, where she's been doing some amazing work with the Women in Technology group within South Florida Tech. And uh, she's currently a software engineer and also an instructor. So, Victoria, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to our audiences? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Victoria Roas. I'm an instructor and um, a software engineer at Boca Code. I recently changed my career into tech and I started getting involved with the community. And that's how I met Barca and This is who I am. Um, I'm happy to be here today speaking. Okay, well, thank you so much. And just for our audiences, uh, we did have a false start. So we had to start (laughs) over again. I'm not gonna go into why, uh, but it's a funny story. Um, So my first question for you, Victoria, is the your origin story so as a lot of people all of my audiences know but you know you might know as well i am a big comic book geek and um every superhero has a origin story and i would love to you you mentioned you just moved to tech so i'd love to hear your story what is your origin story uh what did you do as a child what did you grow up want to grow up to be and how did you end up here so originally I moved here um, to the United States when I was nine years old. So I am an immigrant um, from Brazil. That's where I was born. And I moved here to South Florida. I didn't speak any any English. It was a struggle because my family didn't speak any English either. I was really lost um, at that time as a child. I think I cried for the first six months that I lived in America because I just I just couldn't understand why we were here. Um, A few years passed, obviously, I started to love this this country and started to make friends and and get involved with the the community. I loved going to church and volunteering. I was um, a person that I was always interested in, in, in community work. I think I started volunteering at at church at 14 years old and it wasn't because my parents like forced me. It was that I actually wanted to do it. And I think that I really like giving back. That's definitely part of my my story. And I was always interested in science. I think by ninth grade, I already knew that I wanted to be a woman in science, that I wanted to be in STEM that I wanted to work in, the, in, in in science because it just, it was interesting to me. But I did want to become a doctor. So that was my original, you know, plan. I want to be a doctor. I want to go to med school. And in high school, I went and I started volunteering at hospitals. I did a program in high school also that was for nurses. So 
that's where I started my journey into STEM. So I got into FAU, Florida Atlantic University, um, 2015, and I was a pre-med student for um, in, in college, and I decided to major in neuroscience because I've always been interested in the brain. So I have a degree in, in, in neuroscience from Florida Atlantic University with a minor in psychology because that's also something that I started to become passionate, psychology, how people thought, how people think. And from there, I also volunteered at um, Eat for Tomorrow, which is a, a local, not Eat for Tomorrow, Boca Helping Hands, which is a local um, nonprofit that gives back to homeless. Like I said, I've I, that's my thing. I've always like liked volunteering, and that was an organization that I really liked. And then by the time I started finishing my degree in 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 college, I was really lost as a professional because I just I started volunteering and shadowing doctors and I kind of started to realize that that wasn't going to be my path that I didn't really like how things were being done in medicine but I really still wanted to be in science and and be involved and and be a woman in, in STEM so I kind of hit rock bottom like last year I graduated from um college I was and it was in the middle of COVID. Um, I didn't have a graduation, so I didn't celebrate that victory that took me five years. And I was just really upset and I couldn't find a job. I tried um, to, to get into laboratories and become a lab assistant. It just closed doors all over. And I was the first one in my family to go to college. So I'm also a first generation student. And to me, that was just a slap in the face because my whole family was counting on me to, you know, get a degree, become someone that has an actual career. And I just felt really, really disappointed in myself, even though I had accomplished a degree. So I started to think about what else I could do that would involve um, me still working in, in science, in technology, in math, just being, you know, in STEM. So that's when, um, I started to look into technology. I saw that I was really good at, at, at my computer. I was really good at doing things. I was really good at Googling, which if you don't know, <laughs> that's something you have to be good at when you're a software engineer. <laughs> and that that was me. I was always on my phone. I was always on social media. Like I love Instagram. I love, I love technology growing up. I played video games. I am the smallest the youngest child out of three yeah i have three older brothers so i was i grew up you know playing a lot of video games doing a lot of manly things which i think also helped me be comfortable with 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 science so um i applied so i saw i found i, I knew i wanted to to go to a boot camp and that was that was what I knew I needed. I didn't want to go back to college and, and do another three years. I didn't want to get my master's at that time. I just wanted to start working. So I said, you know what, I need to do a boot camp. I need to learn anything about technology so I can get a job, so I can be there doing this. So I applied for um, Boca Code, had a scholarship 
that's called Engineer the Change. It's given mm -hmm. by Tech Strong and City Furniture at the time also helped. And I won. I was one of the recipients. I got a $10,000 scholarship. Nice. I couldn't believe that that was happening to me. I never won anything in my life. And it was just that big sign that was like, yeah, this is for you. You're supposed to be doing this. And I did the program. I was one of the first ones to start getting um, CEOs from companies to get interested of the people in technology right now. They have. So you, you were saying <laughs> you were one of the first people uh, that what the CEOs you said something about. Oh, CEOs. so I was one of the first um, one of the first people that a lot of the local, um, you know, CEO from Bundle IQ. Um, he was really interested in me as a candidate. Um, some some people from Modernizing Medicine, which is a, a local um, company, started to reach out to me while I was still in the program. And that's where I was really getting overwhelmed because I just didn't know why people were so interested in me. You know, from a year ago, I was getting no interviews. No, nobody wanted to hire me. And just because I was doing this, um, this certificate, people were like, we need you getting, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I want you. I want you to work for me. And it was it was a little overwhelming. I was a, a, I was a little scared. I think that's the best word. But, you know, I ended up um, graduating. It, it was amazing. I finished. I learned a lot. And now I am here. I'm an instructor, um, an assistant instructor, because, you know, I'm still learning. But I am working under these amazing senior developers. And I love that I'm the only woman here. So it kind of what I like about that is that the woman students that we have, they have someone that they can reference because it's something that I also had. Um, you probably know Michelle. Yes. Um, yeah, she was one of my mentors and instructors. And that was really important to me to see someone that was a woman that was like, yeah, you can be a software engineer. Like, you know, we're there, we exist, even though we're a small percentage, um, we're still, you know, trying to to get more women to 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 be in tech. So for me, I really I really feel like my role is um, it's amazing. And I like that I have I get to be this this example of, you know, you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, so no, a what a bit of my story. Yeah, no, what a fantastic story. And of course, I have a couple of follow-up questions for you. So yeah, it's it's so interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, Victoria, but I'm also a first-generation immigrant. I was slightly older when I immigrated here, <laughs> <laughs> so no crying for me. But still, that's that's a fantastic story. And then also. Uh, being the youngest of four kids, being the first person to go to university and kind of, you know, arriving at this uh, place where, you know, you thought you wanted to do something. Um, you know, what do you um, what do you think it is? You know, I know that you wanted to pursue sciences, but is it did you choose doctor just because like that was the most popular thing in STEM that you knew about? Or yeah. 
I think that that's a really good question because I think I was pushed into being a doctor because if you, I kind of only knew women in, in that field, right? You don't, you, you there's right now, I think in, there's like 50% woman doctor, 50% male doctor. So it's something very common, but that is something I, I, I kept thinking about when I started going into tech, I was like, why didn't anyone tell me I could be an engineer? Yeah. They told me, yeah, you could be a doctor, you, you, you can be a nurse, you can be a PA, right? But nobody ever told me, yeah, become an engineer. Why don't you go to school and, and get a mechanical engineering degree? Nobody ever told me that. Like my family, in a way, pushed me towards that route because that's what people think it's the right route for women. And that's the only, I think that's the only place women um, think they can succeed and have high paying jobs is, right. is in the healthcare field, right? Because there's so many of us there. So now I'm, yeah, absolutely. Now I'm like, yeah, I, I'm in the right place because I am a strong woman that can break barriers and help build um build this field to be more accepting and to to have more women so yeah that that, that was that's, a good question yeah no that's fantastic and then the other thing uh, other comment i want to make uh, before i get to my next story, uh, question is i i notice you know you you mentioned it in a way that you graduated university with a degree you had sort of accomplished something being the first not only person in your family but a woman to have a university degree but there was no celebration and then just a year later after the boot camp it was a completely different story so tell me a little bit about you know that how did that feel and you know what you can tell other people who are listening about you know that that sense of achievement because everything that you did taught you something right brought you here so yeah so um i think that for me it, what I would want people to know is that if you're, when I graduated and I didn't have, you know, what I expected after, I think that I wish sooner I would realize that I just had to try other doors and to try other things and to, to get out of my comfort zone, really, which is something I also learned here that it's like, feel comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's when you're going to grow. That's when you're going to become better. And I would also like people to know that you can celebrate your wins, you know, because I think that I don't know if this is a woman thing also that, you know, we do things we do, 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 but it's not, we never feel like it's enough. We're just like, we could have done more. I, I mean, at least that's that's how I, I feel a lot. But I'm really working on on trying to understand that my victories are important and they should be celebrated. And that every little thing, it's like you said, it really builds up to to where you are, like that neuroscience degree that was really not, you know, didn't feel like a win a year later. It was what it was, what was helping me open so many doors and make me a, a candidate that stood out to 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 companies. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wonderful. I, I love hearing stories like this. This is why I do this podcast. Um, so, so moving on to the next question, Victoria, is um, 
What are the biggest challenges along the way? And I know you shared a little bit, but, you know, I'd love to hear like, you know, incidents, whatever, whether whether it was physical, mental, in your case, being an immigrant, language barrier, all kinds of stuff. So what was the biggest challenges that you faced in your path to being a assistant in, instructor as well as software engineer today? Well, um, for me, I had a, a, a rocky road. Um, throughout my childhood because I felt very lonely. Um, my parents were working a lot all the time, both of them. My brothers, they also worked a lot. So I was a very lonely child. I I suffered with that because I just didn't feel like I had a lot of support. So I would try to get that support outside, which led me to a lot of trouble. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I with, can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. But with time, I, I, you know, I, I would fall and I would pick myself up. But one of the things I wish I knew before was that I was struggling a lot with my mental health, and I didn't know, especially because mm -hmm. I come from a culture that um, we're still working towards understanding like mental health better, and my parents really you know it's like if you feel sad oh like why don't you pray about it which is nice but sometimes you need a little bit um, a professional yes. so i think that's another reason why i got into psychology in college because i felt i was drawn towards that because i was feeling like i needed some mental mental health support so right, another right. awesome thing that happened when i did the program was that I made it, but I was crying every week and I thought it was normal that I was crying. I would cry in front of people too, in front of my instructors, in front of my colleagues. And I thought that was normal behavior. And then after I finished the program, um, my husband, he he told me, he's like, look, I think that you, you should talk to someone. Um, you should talk to a therapist. I don't think this crying that you're having all these emotions, you're not you don't know how to deal with that, right? So I listened to him. I got a psychologist from Brazil. She's amazing. We're doing virtual. And I started to work on my mental health and I did a complete 360. So I think that I wish I knew that, that mm -hmm. that was something that I feel like if I've done it younger or, you know, earlier in, in, in my, in my age, I think that that would have been better for me. But I'm glad that that I did. Now I'm taking care of that. And it's definitely something, too, that I, I want to make sure that people understand that it's OK. And it's it's not taboo anymore, you know, to, yeah, to take yeah. care of your mental health, especially coming from a neuroscience degree. It's it all connects, really. And your physical and your mental is as important. So for me, that was a struggle that I didn't know I had. I didn't know I had. Um, these needs that needed to be taken care of. And it will, it, it's something that I definitely um, think that made me better once I, I recognized and got through it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's remarkable. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's remarkable also because as an assistant instructor, especially with other, you know, people, you know, not just women, but just people of different backgrounds or whatever, 
I think that you're in such a wonderful place to support others who may be going through that. So thank you for sharing that. I, I truly appreciate that. That's great. Fantastic. Um, so the next question is, you know, uh, we talked a lot about challenges and struggles and, and downs. And so I'd love to hear um, what's the best part about being who you are, be being Victoria Ross, having being a first generation immigrant, being a woman in a tech space? You know, what's what's the what's the reward? What's the celebration? I think that it really transitions well into what you said too with the struggles because having the background that I have, I appreciate things so much. And being me, I love helping, I love learning, and I'm celebrating all of the things that I built throughout the years. And now I'm, I guess I'm collecting, you know, I don't know if you know, like when people say like you, you, you plant and then you, you collect what you planted. That's something I, my mom says a lot. Um, that's what I'm celebrating right now. I'm really enjoying um, my career right now, actually having a career that I didn't think I was going to have. If you talk to Victoria a year ago, she was like, oh, there's no way, like, <laughs> I was really lost in in a matter of like one year everything really changed for me and now I'm just really appreciating taking the time to to love myself to love what I do to 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 be this positive influence too that I think it's important especially in a boot camp um things are a little can be stressful for students so yes. I'm just trying to give back I am also participating in this um I think it's called virtual mentoring. Um, I actually don't know the, the full name. It's virtual mentoring program um, through Miami-Dade College where um, I mentor other women. So I'm really happy to be doing that. Um, that's another thing that I got from Tech Hub, actually. Um, yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I love about Tech Hub. It's, you know, <laughs> you connects you with a bunch of people. And I got this awesome feedback this week um, from someone from that program, the Miami Day program, telling me that she loves my insight in Slack. And to me, that was really a win, you know, that I am in the right place. I am in the right direction and that I am being building this community in South Florida and being a part of that. So I'm celebrating that. <laughs> That's fantastic. And yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I think that a lot of times um, it's and I've noticed it in the women community, but maybe it is true for men as well. But we we forget to celebrate our wins. You're right. Okay. And every time there is something that we finish, we're so quick to jump on what's next and not take the moment to to enjoy so I love that. Love that you're giving back to the community. So yeah. great. Um, the next question I have for you is, um, if you were to talk to, and I think maybe we touched a little bit about it. If you were to talk to the, you know, the nine-year-old you who just immigrated here, <laughs> or maybe the 15-year or 14-year-old who was volunteering in, in churches and, you know, doing all that stuff. If you had to give, or even like, you know, just graduated, uh, if you have to give advice or, you know, anything you wanted to say to them, 
or even to our audiences, what what is it that would be more most profound? And um, you know, what would you have loved to hear? I think that I would have loved to hear is that keep doing what you're doing. That you might not see the results immediately. It's like going to the gym. You don't see the results. You know, you you don't go to this the the gym one day and then you become buff or you, you have the, <laughs> the best body. It takes time, and I wish I knew that it takes time to. I, I was someone very anxious growing up, and I I just didn't see that I was slowly building to be where I am today. And my advice would be to keep doing what you're doing, to keep trusting the process. And if you're putting in the work, you're gonna see the results. It might take longer, but it's your journey. And our journey is ours. It's not, you know, don't compare yourself to, to anyone. And if you change your mind throughout your journey, which is what I did, it's okay. <laughs> you know, nobody's gonna, you know, be upset because take, you know what's best for you at the end yeah. of the day. So that would be my advice. Just keep going. If you have to change things along the way, that is absolutely fine. As long as you're content and happy and 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 see knowing that you know the effort eventually will will show. So yeah, I wish I've, I I knew that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's uh, really amazing advice for anyone. Um, it but you know it's it's funny. I look back at my own life and I've jumped around quite a bit it's easier said than done right because sometimes when you're in that young space even if somebody's telling you something it's sometimes you have to live through it you know right yeah <laughs> yeah I, but I like that <laughs> yeah and but you do bring up a you know you brought up a good point earlier about um, you going to medicine, my family wanted me to be a doctor also because I was good in school and all Indian parents want their yeah. daughter to be a doctor, right? Kids to right. be a doctor. And I knew from the very beginning, I didn't like the sight of blood. I didn't want to be a doctor. Like, it was not for me. <laughs> so I'm glad we found technology. But yeah. I think that that's, that's the other thing is exposing um, young people to different options would be, you know, would be a lesson that I learned from you, from your story. So Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. It's that I wish we had, you know, more, more options. I think that especially as women, they were, they, it's very limited people, you know, even from our advisors, sometimes they don't even believe in our, in us. And yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think that that's something that I want for my, I don't have daughters, but I have three, three nieces and I want to be that aunt that tells them, Hey, you can do whatever you want. If right. you want to be in art, you can be in art. There, if you want to be an engineer, you can be an engineer. You want to be a scientist. There's so yeah. many things you can do. You don't have to to try to stay in one lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's fantastic. And and finally, we're, we're wrapping up. So I'd love to hear um, what you would like to share with the, our audiences 
Uh, first of all, where can they find you if they want to follow you or they they want to uh, follow your progress? Also, uh, if they want to support any of your, I know you do a lot of volunteering uh, efforts, where can they find you? So, um, you know, if you want to follow my story, my journey, definitely on LinkedIn, um, it's Vittoria Roas, that simple. <laughs> and I would like to also, you know, give a big shout out to Tech Hub because I think that they were a big part of my story and they are connecting me with so many people in the community. So I'm definitely very involved in, in all of their, their, their events. I try to participate as much as I can. Um, also where I wor work, you know, Boca Code, we we're also trying to build um, a community here and we want people to be interested in technology, woman, woman of color, man, whatever you are. Um, yeah, this is a great space um, for anyone. And yeah, a, another shout out for 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 um, Boca Helping Hands. Um, they, they're an awesome um, nonprofit community that gives back to 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 the local. So that that would be my three. <laughs> Yeah, no, fantastic. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Victoria. You, uh, Victoria, sorry, I keep calling you Victoria. Uh, Victoria. <laughs> um, thank you. You have such an inspiring story. You really do. And I hope that you come back to the podcast and we'll do more sessions and we'll talk about other things that you're passionate about um, as you grow. And, um, you know, looking forward to working with you um, in the tech space as well as the local um, women in technology space. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for much, so much for creating this space, you know, um, for me to share. It, it's awesome that what you're doing too. It, it's very inspiring. <laughs> thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And I'm telling you, this is a very selfish thing that I'm doing because I get to hear all these amazing stories and I, I'm at the end of the day, I'm inspired by them. So it's a very selfish act that I'm doing. So yeah, you're very, very welcome. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.